Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Hey, we got a really cool show tonight. We have got Aaron Ariza. He is a 23 grad. He's out of New Jersey. Hey, uh, Aaron, are you here? Hey, how are we doing, everybody? Yeah, how is it? Everybody should be doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm feeling pretty good. You know what I mean? Had a great summer so far. You know, having a good day so far. A good week also. So. Doing pretty good. How about you? Doing great, man. Fantastic. Thank you for asking. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and maybe uh, let us know where you went to high school, what your GPA was when you graduated, any travel teams you played with. And man, how did you get into baseball? All right. So uh, my full name is actually Aaron Manuelariza. That's the full name. Um, I have a 4.0 GPA. I've maintained a 4.0 GPA throughout all my four years of high school. Um, I go to St. Joseph Regional High School. It's an all-boys college preparatory school in Montvale, New Jersey. Um, you know, it's um, you know, a big sports school up in here in North Jersey. Uh, people see New Jersey as a small state. You know what I mean? They don't think they got talent. But you got kids like me and a bunch of other of my friends and fellow athletes that come out here and just dominate at the next level. And um, so you want to know what, what else? Oh, my travel teams. Yeah. So, um, June, so last year when I was going into my senior year, my uh, – my first travel team was called TKR Reds, also known as Tom Kane's Recruiting, out of uh, Staten Island, New York. Uh, shout out to Coach Kane and Coach Javins. You know what I mean? They both gave me a place to play last year. I played in many great tournaments. I played with many great kids. I played, you know, against many, you know, great competition. You know, I got a fair amount of recognition from them. They helped me, you know, just take my games to the next level. And currently this year, you know, going into the summer, I played for a team called Post 170. Uh, coach Wayne Briggs was the coach of it. And, uh, you know, I, I had an amazing season with him until I uh, unfortunately, uh, broke my thumb or not broke my thumb. I fractured my thumb partially. And, you know, now I'm just kind of like getting back to using my right arm, but this hasn't stopped me from working the past month. All right. Hey man, thanks for that great rundown. I absolutely appreciate it. Hey, who got you into baseball uh, when you were just a kid? So, um, it was my whole family, kind of. It was my dad and my mom that kind of pushed me to do it. Uh, I don't know. People don't know this, but I first played soccer. Didn't really like it. Then I played football. Really liked it. Played basketball. Really liked it. Then it came for the springtime. Then it was between lacrosse and, uh, you know, baseball. And I have a cousin. His name is Alejandro Mateo. He plays AAA for the White Sox. Shout out to him. He's doing amazing so far. Very proud of him. Um, he, uh, he was kind of a push too. you know, my family was all like, nah, we got to get Aaron into baseball. You know what I mean? Cause they all wanted, I mean, they all wanted me to. And then I ended up just falling in love with it. Cause I realized how talented and how, what things I can do within my future. Okay. Hey man, well-rounded played a ton of sports growing up and, uh, finally ultimately kind of landed on, I would say probably baseball and basketball. That's, that's probably the two sports. Yeah. Th- that ended up, that ended up being my, uh, that ended up being my main two. Okay. Loved football, but, you know, coaches got in the way of it a little bit and kind of made me fall out of the love for the game of it. And then, you know, 
baseball and basketball just always stayed with me as I played at a high level for both for I don't know how many years at this point. Gotcha. All right. I think you, when you were kind of, you, when you rolled through your run through uh, a little bit of your history, I believe you had mentioned that you, you are a catcher. I am. Yeah. But I also play outfield. I wasn't originally a catcher. I was always an outfielder. I switched to being a catcher pretty late going into high school. I actually switched to being a catcher. Um, Cause you know, I was, I was always pretty quick and athletic. And one time a team of mine needed a catcher. I put in, I got put in and I did pretty well. And, you know, I ended up just falling in love with being a catcher. I just loved being – I love being a catcher. You know what I mean? And, I listen, I thought it was too late then to switch. But, hey, you know what I mean? That's what coaches are looking at me for now. I, I just, it just shows my versatility, in my opinion. Well, I mean, that's pretty smart, especially when you're looking to play the next level. Not too many kids can only 100%. play uh, one position. You, you absolutely have to be versatile. So what is it that you love about catching? Uh, I just love being involved with every play. For as corny as it may sound, I love it. I, it's an amazing feel. I feel like I hit like a home run every time I gun down a runner, which is pretty often in my opinion. You know, I love one a great feeling of mine. One of my good friends, uh, his name is Tommy. He told me, and him and I have the same feeling about this. When there's a runner at third and a pitcher throws in the throws a ball and you block it, you're like, yeah, come on, like come here, like try me. You know what I mean? I love that feeling. You know what I mean? I love being able to take control of the game. And I love being able to, you know, help my team. All right. Hey, that's pretty cool. Give us some measurables. Give us some, uh, like your height and weight and maybe some pop time. If you All have right, it. So, I got you. So I'm five eleven. I'm a hundred and like 75 pounds, almost at that 180 mark. You know, that's where my weight fluctuates between 175, 180. Um, my pop time. So I stay anywhere. My best is a 1.89 that I've ever hit my, uh, and in game, I stay anywhere between like a low 1.9 and a high and like a, middle 1.9 so i'll uh you know i'll be like 1.92 1.95 that's where i stay in a game okay all right well let me ask you something this past season uh with your high school team how did you guys do oh uh, we did all right i played i'm gonna be honest i played a lot of uh outfield uh if i'm being completely honest i played a lot of outfield but i also caught that didn't stop me from catching that is what i want to do in college but i did play a lot of outfield you know my bat was my biggest you know thing we did all right. We could have been better. Uh, it was a lot of controversy with a lot of the players. And I'm going to say this as respectful as possible. I'm not trying to trash my high school coach. But, you know, wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't the best coach of the players that we had. It just wasn't, like, going right, if that makes any sense. But we did good. Uh, we won our league. Uh, we won our league championship. We lost in the semifinals for our counties. And then we, uh, we lost in our semifinals for our states. It was very unfortunate. You know, both games we lost to our two rivals, Don Bosco, Don Bosco Prep and Bergen Catholic you know I have many great friends from both those schools but end of the day you know it kind of sucked that you know my high school career ended to them yeah absolutely but I tell you there's such good baseball everywhere it's tough to win man when you get into the states it is really difficult to advance man no question about it oh 100 percent. hey so you kind of brought up your bat too I mean we talked a little about defense playing catcher uh good receiver good arm you're fast playing a little outfield and then you started talking about your bat so how would you describe yourself, man? Are you a uh, contact hitter, gap to gap? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a contact hitter. You know what I mean? I can get – like, I'm going to be honest. I, can, I know my – I remember my stats. So at the end of the, at the, end of the summer season, because my team, unfortunately, I don't know why, my, I have a thing for losing the semifinals. My team lost in the semifinals for our, you know, for our, for our league. And um, I ended up actually batting. But for as believable as it may be, these are the stats that are on Game Changer. I can have my coach. If anybody's in here or if anybody wants to know, just let me know. I can send them. My coach has them. I hit, I hit 500. I had I had a couple. I had a fair amount of singles. 
I had one, I, I only had one double and I only had one home run, but everything else was a single. So that kind of tells you how I am. I do hit hard singles, but you know, I I'm a big singles guy. You know what I mean? I can hit a double. I can, I can hit for power, but I like to just get the bat on the ball and put it in a play. I like to be an RBI guy. And there's guys on base. I love it. You know what I mean? I'm willing to do whatever I can to, to you know, get the get the runs. Okay. In. Hey man, I got you. Hey everybody that's joining, thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate you guys being here. Uh, if you did get in late, don't worry about it. We record this space. We're going to be able to tweet it out, uh, retweet it out later in its entirety. Uh, tonight, we're talking with Aaron Ariza. He is a 23 graduate. He's out of the state of New Jersey. He's an outfielder, catcher, really utility, got a ton of speed, uh, great contact hitter as well. So, Aaron, let me ask you something, man. How have you been able to stay motivated, you know, throughout your prep career? What's pushing you to just to continue to get better? Oh, uh, I'm going to be honest, just like looking at other people, in my opinion, just looking at my cousin is a big thing. He's he's big. He's big into pushing me uh, myself. What I do um, besides him, I just look at other people. You know, I kind of take that as fuel. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I used to not really, in my opinion, I wasn't one of these freshmen that was like, you know, ranked on PG. Like I wasn't anything like that. Listen, when going into high school, I was five foot seven, 100 pounds flat. Like I didn't know what I was doing. But then like that really when COVID happened, I really realized, hey, like you want to get I, my goal in the end is to get drafted just like my cousin did and hopefully play for as long as he has been. Um, but I want to, you know, I just I just see that and I'm like, I need to get bigger, stronger, faster, mentally more tough. I need to do a lot of things. So like me looking at myself in the mirror one day, it was it was when COVID started, honestly, it was like two weeks into it. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I really need to make a change. And this was me at like 14 years old because I was I'm a young, you know, kid for my grade according to the other ones in my school because there are kids who graduated this year they were like 19 they were like you know eight they're 18 even though i'm 18 i just turned 18 so you know i always was around older kids you know what i mean yeah absolutely you're definitely young for your class age so let me ask you something aaron i mean i've got to believe you probably have had a lot of memorable moments big achievements on the field man if you could just kind of single it down to maybe one thing in particular what would it have been and what you learned from it I remember it was kind of like this is why I would say my breakout game was last year of, of um, you know, I always had like a moment from each game. Um, but I'm going to say like my biggest one happened last year when I was a junior. We played a game in um, something called the Boston Open. And uh, this is for my TKR team. And uh, I did good. You know what I mean? I started out, you know, I, hit, I got a little bunt, got to got the first little bunt single. Then I ripped then I ripped the ball. It was like 90 something off the bat with wood. And then I hit like, you know, I, I didn't hit, it wasn't, it wasn't a home run, but it was almost, you know, I mean, hit the fence, you know, I threw out a guy, no air, nothing got past me. Unfortunately, we ended up losing that game due to some pitching mistakes. Actually, no, we didn't lose that game. That's the wrong one. That was the game before. I remember I actually won us the game kind of on like a little game winner thing I saw. So pretty much, uh, you know, our pitcher was struggling and I, and there was, there was two outs cause we got some, you know, lucky ground outs and the kid got walked on first. I saw and I knew he was running, so he threw a curveball, you know, a little wild. I, you know, kind of cheated a little bit, got and I threw him out. We win the game, and I remember I go over and I was like, I do this. I was like, I really do this, and that was when I truly believed, like, hey, like I could really play like, you know, college baseball. Like, and I wasn't, you know, and I wasn't like being vulgar. I wasn't trash talking. I was just saying, I was like, I really do this. I was like, I don't want anybody to keep trying me anymore. You know, I just I was just showing how passionate I was, and like I just wanted that day to like show like. You know, because there was a couple colleges that were watching us. You know, I mean, the stands had a couple college coaches there, which is one thing I thank TKR for getting me in front of a lot of colleges. Um, I feel like I really showed him, like, wow, like, who is this kid? He can really play. 
Man, I love it. I do this, man. I love this. So TK, TKR Reds, that was uh, the travel team, right? Yeah, that was the travel team from last year, not gotcha. this year. Post 170 was this year. Yeah, post 170 was this All year. All right, yeah. I'm on it. Hey, I love that. Hey, I do this. I got you. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's why I want to be my thing in Is college. Right? I do this? Yeah, I want that to be my thing in college. Because, listen, I'm going to be honest. I mentioned it before, you know. Now I'm not trying to listen. I don't want any coach like that's in here that's going to see this to think that you know I'm trashing my high school coach. But in my opinion, if someone's not a good person, I'll genuinely think they're not a good person. I didn't think he was the best person, but you know what? I learned how to shut up and listen to my boss, which is a problem that some people had in my school that they didn't know how to do that. But like I remember, he put me in one day. You know, after in my opinion, I was getting cut a little bit of playing time. You know, I did my job, and that's why I screamed when I was on second. I was like, I do this. And I wasn't screaming towards the other team. I was kind of screaming, you know, towards him to show him, like, hey, like, you've been, you know, you got me. You know what I mean? Like, I could really produce for you. Hey, man, I hear you. You got a ton of enthusiasm, man. Hey, let me let me ask you something now. <clears throat> you you just graduated St. Joseph Regional. That's uh, – yeah. I know it was a, it's a good athletic school. You kind of already talked about that. But it's got to be a big-time mm-hmm. academic school as well. And you graduated – Yeah. You know, you graduated a 4.0. So how did you balance the two, man, talking about academics and athletics? I'm going to be honest. It's just – I'm going to be honest. It's just waking up early and something that I do is I have a bunch of little sticky notes and just making a list. So during basketball season, our varsity practices would happen at the end. You know what I mean? Happen around like 5, 6 o'clock. So I would know, you know, I got enough time to do my homework. I would wake up early. You know, I would make sure I have everything done or I would study for a test. And I would go to school. And then, you know, that time from when I got out and I get out pretty early, I get out around like two o'clock, you know, so I would I would get out, make sure all my homework's done. And I would just wait for practice. Then after practice, you know, I would either go to my house and hit off my tee and do like my catching work and then work out or if I or if it was cold outside. I would just go to a gym called Impact Zone, and they have a they have like a turf area where I was honestly able to do stuff, and they had a weight. It was a very like great gym, you know. What I mean, it helped me out a lot, honestly. You know, it had like it had you know I and I would come from basketball practice, so you know I'll be a little tired, but I'll still be able to do my baseball stuff, you know. And I would have a couple of my buddies come with me, you know, kind of it would help a lot. But I got lucky um, with you know some of the you know work I had. I never really had like a crazy amount of work. Like it was hard, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like. I wasn't like drowned with work like a lot of people that I know, you know, a lot of like schools that they go to. Hey, man, you're just a smart kid. Ton of energy. You're using great time management and uh, you just got things done. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, you've already mentioned, you know, you've gone through quite a few names kind of in your family that are really super athletic that have gone on. You got your cousin. I think he's playing triple A. You got a couple of friends that are probably already going on to the next level as well. You've yeah. mentioned a couple of great I, yeah. coaches. I mean, you've kind of surrounded yourself. If, if you could kind of narrow that down, who has really been very influential in your development? So I can start with a coaching standpoint, then I'll move on to the, to the people who are not coaches. So first person, his name is Ani Ramos. He coaches a very popular catching clinic. He used to actually be a coach in my high school, but he actually left when I was going into high school and I was kind of sad. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, this is my guy. He's been, he helped me a lot. You know what I mean? With, he's surrounded me with a bunch of other uh, coaches. He, um, you know, he helped me hone in my skills. He helped me become mentally, you know, more sane. I'm not insane, but he <laughs> made me become mentally stronger, if that makes yeah, sense. Sure. And then another guy who worked with him, his name is John Kroger. I wish you, you know, I, I, I want to, I'm going to show him this. You know, I want him to see <laughs> this. John's like another father to me. Like, I love him. You know what I mean? He's helped me a lot with college, helped me a lot with baseball. 
you know, put me a lot, put me on his Twitter, you know, I mean, to get people to look at me. And, you know, he's, he, he believes in me, which is someone that I needed. Um, you know, he gave, he gave me chances and stuff. So it's something that I appreciated from him. And, you know, I love him to death. You know what I mean? Uh, another coach, his name is Fran Fitzgerald. He used to play for the Orioles way back in the day. During COVID, I went to him a lot. I still go to him a couple times. But, you know, how busy I am, it's been a little hard to get some work in with, like, other people instead of just by myself. But Fran, he, um, he was an amazing coach he was an amazing person great motivator he helped me build up my confidence which is something that like no one else is really able to do he really put confidence in me and made me believe in myself funny story about him that I tell to a lot of people when I tell them about him he when he was in the minor leagues him and the four other catchers were with their coach and I don't know if you're familiar with those uh pitching machines that spin with the wheel but back in the day they had a coach and he made all the catchers put on their chest protector and he revved the machine up to 80 miles an hour and maybe made him stand like six inches away from the machine and put a ball in there and let it hit him in the chest, which is a crazy story. And I think if someone did that now, they probably get, you know, called for abuse. But listen, he did it. Two other guys did it. The other two didn't do it. There's three catches the next day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> when there was five the day before. And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I did it. He had a machine at his facility. I was like, all right, let me see this. So I did it. I felt like I got hit in the gut with a... Uh, with a car if I'm being honest <laughs> that's a little insane right there and that was Fran Fitzgerald oh I know oh uh, yeah Fran Fitzgerald those are you know three coaches and also you know my two my two summer coaches uh Wayne Briggs he's the coach for me this year and Tom Kane the coach for me last year just like both of them you know great people gave me places to play and put me in front of a lot of coaches so those are the coaches that really like kind of helped me and then there are people that you know were my friends to help me I mentioned my cousin my two cousins before um, you know, another, there's like, there's multiple people that I want to mention, but I'm gonna just put them in a little group. My basketball teammates, you know, even though they're not baseball associated with me, one kid, I'm gonna mention the name, Brandon Benjamin, Makai Clintman and Shakur Merritt, three of my best friends. I love them. And also Devangel Guerrero. All of them are playing, are playing a sport at the next level. Shakur is playing football in college. Makai is playing professional basketball in Sweden. And Brandon has a bunch of, you know, division one looks and Devangel's playing, you know, at Harvard. So I've, sur- I've been surrounded by a good group of people, a strong group of people. You know, they've had my back. They've helped me with baseball, even though they don't really they don't know that much. They still do what they can to help me whenever, you know, some people aren't available. And, you know, I have a lot of great baseball teammates that I've played with. You know, they're they're amazing people. So that group of friends I have just been nothing but, you know, nice. A big person I want to shout out to, if you know, if I'm going to show him this too, Tommy Zatolo. He's a catcher in my grade. Him and I, every day this summer, have just been going up every single day and working and then my cousin came back so you know he would join us too tommy's been nothing but nice to me tommy was the only person i knew going into my school because our fathers worked with each other and even though him and i were both fighting for the same position we just bonded with each other he's been an amazing person he's been you know nothing but nice to me he's helped me i've helped him you know we've we each had our own issues with our you know catching abilities that we've gotten over but it's because of each other like we feed off each other's strengths Man, Aaron, I tell you, you've really surrounded yourself with a lot of good people. I'm talking about older people as well as friends. I mean, you have made tremendous bonds, and uh, and people have had a big impact on you, and you've really reciprocated by appreciating it very, very much. Really cool, man. Thank you for kind of walking through all that. Yeah, there. And listen, I have like younger kids. One of my, he's like my little brother. He was, it was his first year on varsity. His name is Naylan Navarro. He's a 25. Listen, I won't be surprised if you hear about him one day. He's amazing. You know, I mean, he's a little Dominican kid. He has it all. He has everything he wanted to picture. He's like my little brother. I just want great things for him. You know what I mean? He's been someone that's kind of like helped me 
when I've gone through it during the season, you know, when my head's down, he came over me and be like, yo, like, we'll get through this. You know what I mean? Like, we'll be fine. Yeah, that is so cool. So let me ask you something. When you're getting ready for a game, what is it that you would do? Did you have any uh, particular rituals or do you just have? This is my favorite oh, part. Well, tell us about it. My favorite. All right. So people call me a little insane, but I love the C4 energy drinks. You know, I drink one before a game. I do a little. I, I make sure I get prepared before I go to the field because my teams always would want us there an hour before. So I do. I drink a little energy drink to make sure, you know, I'm good. I have I don't know. I have sleeping issues, which is something that I've been battling with for a while. And, you know, I, um, you know, I take that and it helps me. It's something that helps me. It's something that's been helping me. So I make sure I stretch every part of my body. I make sure I'm mobile. I want to be as flexible as possible when I'm behind the dish. You know, I make sure I'm, you know, making my arm, make sure my arm is good. I want to make sure I'm loose before I get to the field. So, you know, even, even during travel ball last year, when I was in another state, I would still do the same thing, just in my hotel room. Then I would get to the field. Coach would do BP. I would always make sure to do some, you know, some work with like another with the other catcher before you know throw to me block with me a little bit it was easier this year because what i was able to do this year is i was actually able to go up to my school and do some prep work with a machine i would just do a round of receiving round of blocking round of transfers and then hit for a round then go home you know i'll make sure i was loose like a couple hours before the game then when i get to the game like i said before i make sure i talk over you know what i'm trying to do with my pitcher i never really had a scouting report on anybody which i kind of wish i did because it would make my life a little easier but I never really had a scouting report on anybody. All I could really go off was just PG grades and stuff like that because, honestly, that's what we would do. We would just search up the other team on PG and see how many players we could find. So, you know, we, that's what we would do. That's what me and my friends would do because we were just really invested in that. Even this year we would do that for some kids. But, yeah, we just make sure we want to know who we're going against and we want to know, like, how how uh, – how difficult the battle that we're going to have, you know, the day that that day yeah, is. For sure. Hey, man, anybody that's listening to PG is just perfect game. And, man, that's a Hey, you got to do what you got to do. And, hey, Aaron, I've got to tell you, man, I'm really enjoying this evening. You were carrying the interview, man. You got a ton of energy. You got a great attitude about yourself. Uh, you're recognizing all everybody that's had an impact on you. You're talking about the game in general. You're talking about the game and the way you prepare yourself. And one thing that was just kind of running through my mind is you started talking about C4 and you, that you love energy drinks. And I was thinking to myself, yeah. there's one kid that probably doesn't need an energy drink. It's Aaron, you know, and, uh, but all yeah, it's not really me. I'm going to be honest. Like I said before, I've been battling like sleep issues. I mean, I don't know what's been going on. It's just like, it's just like so many things happen throughout my day that it's like, it's hard to stay awake. Sometimes I'll like be with my friends and I'll look up and be like, Oh my God, it's two in the morning. <laughs> And I won't even realize. I'll think it's like two in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Well, I just, you know, I just have so many things that always go through my mind and so many things I just want to do that. Like, honestly, if I if I tried to stay up one night, I don't think it would really be that much of a challenge for me. You know I what do. I mean? I hear you, man. Hey, you got a lot on you. You just graduated and, and you're really kind of looking at your future. So I'm sure there is a lot on your mind. Speaking of your future, you know, really, what are your goals? Maybe short term and then really what are you trying to accomplish over the maybe the next two to five years? So short term, I just I just want to find a college that's going to, you know, that's going to give me a chance to earn playing time. I'm not saying like give me playing time because I don't want it to be like that. I wish it was that easy, but I want a college that's going to like give me a chance to play. And I want to, you know, be I want my name to be on something in that college, whether it's for most singles, most stolen bases. You know what I mean? Like most something like that. I just want to I want to make my mark at whatever college I go to. So that's my short-term goals. My long-term goals, I want to get drafted and play as long as I could play. I hear you. 
That's my that's my that's my long term goals. Obviously, you know, I make sure I'm getting an education, which is important because people don't. I'm not saying this just because someone's telling me to say this. I'm saying it because it's like important. But you know, I need to. You know, that's important for me to like get drafted and stuff. Heck yeah, absolutely. So hey, again, everyone that's joining, thank you so much for being here. I mentioned earlier that we record this space and we record it so we can retweet it, but we also record it because we turn it into a podcast. The podcast is now D1 Speaks. It's, uh, it's on every major platform that's out there. Our core guests are really uncommitted high school and junior college uh, prospects. And then our core audience are college coaches. And it really is, it's a good environment. It gives guys the opportunity to get on and say, hey, I'm, not only am I successful on the field, I'm successful off the field. And let me kind of talk about that. So, Aaron, you know, we're sitting here talking. Yes. And you just graduated 23. I know you want to play at the next yeah. level. You're looking for an opportunity. Hey, man, it's kind of late in the recruiting process. Kind of give – yeah, give yeah. us a sense of, you know, where are you and what what do you think your immediate plans are? So um, my immediate plans, if I'm being honest, is to either take a gap year and just train and then, you know, play for my team that I played for again this year, you know, during the during the spring and summer. Um, that's, that's my one plan. My other plan is there's a school called Sacred Heart University that if, if everything completely doesn't go well and no college, nothing, that I'm going to go there and walk on to that team. Cause that team has my, that school has my major and has what I want to do. And listen, if I, if I walk on, you know, all I, all I say this, I just need a chance and I could show that I could definitely make the team. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I don't like to talk. I don't, I like to talk a lot, but it's like, I don't like to talk a lot about myself. I'm more in like, Hey, let me show you what I can do. I don't like to be like, oh, yeah, I could do this, this, and this. Like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, you can. But I just like to show people what I can do. Okay. You know what I mean? So all I hope that if I do go to that school, all I hope is I just get a fair chance to, you know what I mean, showcase what I can do and not get cheated. And listen, if something happens where I don't, there's, there's, I can always just show, I can always just do other things and maybe look for another home as, a, you know, three years of eligibility. Absolutely. Left. So what is, uh, what, what's your potential major? What are you thinking? So uh, I'm doing like exercise science because I want to go into like physical therapy. That's what I want to be in case I don't, you know, play baseball after college for like a long enough point to where I'm like, you know, cool with how much money I have. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big time major. Kinesiology, exercise science. I got to tell you, man. Yeah. A ton of biology. Yeah, I mean, you're going to wear yourself out. So where is, I'm just kind of curious, where is Sacred Heart? Sacred Heart's in Connecticut. Okay. Uh, it's only an hour 30 away from where I am. I'm in Bergen County, New Jersey, if anybody's familiar with that area. I'm like 15 minutes away from New York. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. So let me ask you something. And again, man, I have real, this has been a fun night, man. I mean, you, you got a great attitude. There's no question about it. You're, you're kind of guy that people I'm sure are just kind of drawn to you. You got a ton of energy, mm-hmm. great conversation. Yeah. So one of the questions that I always just kind of like to end it on is, uh, if, if you had an opportunity to kind of help a younger generation out, man, if you if you had the opportunity to talk to maybe a couple of kids that were just coming into high school and uh, they were good baseball players and they really want to be good baseball players for as long as they can be, what kind of advice would you give them? So I actually had a chance to kind of do something like this. So I don't know if you remember the coach that I first mentioned when you asked me to shout some people out was Ani Ramos. He held, he holds like catching clinics and a catching academy. That's his right. thing. He's the guy that you just um, so missed I, uh, working with, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did, and uh, he I needed to get some work in because I got you know 
like I was out for a little bit with baseball and I just wanted to get like, you know, my fundamentals back a little bit before I like, you know, got into my first game of the season. And I went to him and he said, hey, we only got one class. And it was of a bunch of kids who were like 26s and like 27s. So he asked me, he's like, yo, can you like talk to them? I was like, yeah, of course. And what I told them pretty much was just, listen, right now, work on your body and work on your skills. Those are the two main things that you can't. I, I told him, I said, listen, I, I asked anybody. I remember I asked him, I was like, raise your hand if you're a five-star prospect. <laughs> no one raised their hand. I said, college coaches are not going to respond to you right now. I said, I'm, I'm, I said, I'm not trying to sound like an ass. You're not that good. But that's right now. I said, I said you guys soon will be able to reach out to college coaches. I said, and I said, in a couple months, 25s, because there was no 25s there. There's 26s and 27s. I was like, in a couple months, 25s are going to be able to reach out to coaches. But that's still for a couple months. Mind you, this is like May-ish. This was like March-ish, like April, beginning of the season. So I told him, I said, I said, none of you guys can realistically reach out. I said, but that shouldn't stop you from going to camps. That shouldn't stop you from, you know, doing things that, you know, will put you out there. Because, listen, if a coach sees you and for some reason he likes you, he's going to be able to track you from when you're a freshman, sophomore, and junior in high school and maybe all for you at some point. I was like, so work on your mentality. Get familiar with the game. Work on your physical ability. Work on your body. Hit the weight room. Make sure you're, you know, doing skill work. I said, listen, if you can't find a pitching machine, if your school isn't like mine, and blessed to have a pitching machine, for as messed up as my school has one, a pitching machine, it is one. Um, find some, find someone that can help you get one or find somewhere where you can get working. You can get working with anything. I get working with just a tennis ball. When I'm able to go out, I throw a tennis ball against the wall and I work on my receiving or I work on my reaction time or I work on my transfer. You can do a million things. You just got to want it. In the end, it's really you just got to want it. Hey, man, that's great advice all the way around. I got to tell you. You know, when, when your playing days are over, I think you got an opportunity to coach and, and scout. Yeah, I would love to. I, I would honestly, I would love to because I have a, I have another cousin who was obviously into baseball. His name was Chris Navarro. He went to Monroe Community College and, uh, you know, he was very good. Unfortunately, injuries, uh, you know, got the best of him. You know, had a, had a chance, was look, was actually getting looked at by the Mariners, and then they found out he was injured, and then they kind of just, like, you know, let him go. But he was an ama- he was a big force for me, too. He was the one who kind of, like, helped me with this mentality that, like, you got to want it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. He told me, he says, listen, you can be D1 and still not get drafted. He said, there are guys who are D3, D2, NAIA, JUCO, who got drafted or signed before guys who are D- who are D1. Sure. Absolutely. No question about it. Like, I'm not trying to throw any shade on – I ain't trying to throw any shade on none of these guys. But, like, listen, like, there are guys out there who should be Division One, but just get, didn't get the opportunity or didn't get lucky or didn't have the grades or didn't get the, you know, financial chance because fin- financial ability, or if that's even a word, you know, holds back a lot of people. Hey, Aaron, you're 100% right. There's no denying it, man. Hey, you got a uh, you got a good sense about yourself. You're you're a pretty smart kid, man, all the way around. Get, yeah, you got some street smarts too. I can tell. Yeah, I I know. Listen, I know I know a lot of people, and just because I know a lot of people doesn't mean they're all my friends. I know a lot of people who struggled. I know a lot of people who've been through like bad times. You know, I know a lot of things. I've seen, you know, things. So I like I know like what's right and what's. Well, I feel like I know what's right and what's wrong. Absolutely, I can tell. Hey, man. I, again, I have really enjoyed this evening getting to know you. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Uh, listen, I've had, I've had a great time, you know, talking to you. You know, I mean, hopefully, you know, there are college coaches that will see this and will show interest in me and will be willing to work with me because my main thing is, honestly, if I could, 
I would love for the coach's sacred heart to see this be like, you know what, we'll give the kid a chance. It's just we'll register him or something like that. You know what I mean? So we don't do anything with his year of eligibility. That would honestly be if, if that if that happens to me some da- sometime this week before or sometime if he sees this and something like that happens. Honestly, like I'm all his, you know what I man, mean? That's awesome, man. I'm wishing you nothing but the best of success, man. You got a great attitude. I appreciate Absolutely. It. Hey, everybody that is listening. Uh, again, I do this Monday through Thursday this week. We're actually going to take off tomorrow. I've got a, a couple of personal things that are going on. So we're not going to be back live until Monday night. So I hope everybody's got uh, a great four days. I'm about to have a great four days myself. Aaron, man, thank you so much for being here. And again, I wish you nothing of but course, the best I of had success. A great time. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Seriously. Absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, we're going to end it here for tonight. So uh, good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.